Welcome back to Be the Sought After Entrepreneur podcast. This is episode number 10, and I'm your host, Katherine Thompson. Thank you, as always, for tuning into this episode. But before we dive in, I want to give a big shout out to one of our listeners of the week. Mina wrote, Catherine, I am so, so proud of you for creating this podcast to encourage entrepreneurs like me and to show us that there is a way to build a sustainable business. You are an amazing mentor to me and a beacon of light to so many who experience fear and doubt in the entrepreneurial world. Thank you, Mina, for your kind and thoughtful words and for taking the time to leave a review. It is so, so appreciated. Empowering people to build a sustainable business on their own terms is at the core of what I do. After building my brick and mortar business and having lived through that experience, really only focusing on the profits, gripping the profits and the sales as tightly as I possibly could, and without thinking about the sustainability piece, I know how much havoc that caused us in our brick and mortar business. I know how much havoc it caused in me as an individual leader. And so sustainability really is at the core of what I do, because without that sustainability piece, profit is only going to get you so far before you burn out, before you crash, before you just give up altogether. So thank you, thank you, thank you for leaving that review and for really seeing that in what I do. I love reading every review that comes in. So don't forget to leave one as it helps me know that my message and what I'm doing is resonating with you. It's helping you and that it's really helping you move forward in your business and really create that life that you absolutely adore and love. Plus, I love shouting out my listeners of the week because I know that it takes time to leave a review, to comment, to engage in whatever capacity that resonates and aligns with you. And so again, I'm just so appreciative for everybody that takes the time out just to let me know that they're there and that they're listening and that this is resonating with them. Now let's dive into today's episode. This is a hot topic for pretty much every business owner that comes into my space And that's how to simplify the content creation process in their business. Heck yes to this, right? This goes back to the whole sustainability piece that Mina mentioned, the whole sustainability piece that is at the core of what I do. So stick around to hear my three easy ways to simplify your content creation process. After generating over a million dollars in sales and selling one of her businesses with a single email, your host, Katherine Thompson, takes an unconventional approach to marketing and sales. So if you're ready to tap into a more powerful way to be seen, heard, and a sought-after entrepreneur in your industry without having to spend endless hours marketing your business and chasing clients, you're in the right place. Be the Sought-After Entrepreneur podcast is here to help you ditch the cookie-cutter, one-size-fits-all approach to marketing and use your unique energy to effortlessly attract the most aligned clients. When you do this, you can spend less time marketing your business and more time doing your soul work and enjoying the richness of your life. Welcome to Be the Sought After Entrepreneur Podcast. And here's your host, Katherine Thompson. Hey, hey, to all my amazing listeners, you guys are just so freaking amazing. I'm just honored and grateful each and every week to hear from you in whatever capacity that might be. That might be a review that you leave or a comment on one of the posts or a DM or a response to an email. 
I absolutely adore hearing from each and every one of you and just really hearing that the messages and the content that I'm putting out is helping you. It's inspiring you in your own way. So thank you so much again for letting me know that my message is resonating with you. Now, I finally feel like this launch dust is settling. Anybody who's launched a business, a product, a course, whatever, you know how much energy goes into a launch and the effort behind it, the teamwork, all of that. And so even though I was in total flow throughout my entire launch of the podcast, I still needed time after the fact to get into the groove of this whole podcasting thing. And I finally feel like I'm there with all the processes and the way we do it and all that sort of stuff. I'm sort of feeling like I'm in a groove now, which is awesome. But more importantly, after the launch, I really felt like I needed a bit of downtime and some time to slow down. So Craig and I, we jetted out with friends and we went camping. It's just so nice to get out of the city. But in all honesty, I've just been craving travel lately. I don't know who's with me on that one, but travel to me is like medicine for my soul. So I've just been looking at different places we can jet off in the near future. Super stoked about that to get back into the travel planning. And I really could talk about travel all day long, but we are not here today to talk about travel. We are here to talk about a very hot topic among small business owners, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, however you identify. And that hot topic is how to simplify the content creation process. A lot of questions that come through from my audience is, one, I mean, more of a statement than anything is, Catherine, you make the content creation process look so simple and easy how do you do it? Right. And why does the content creation process have to be so hard? Is there an easier way to do things? What should I say? How do I say it? And how often should I communicate with my audience? Should I be sending two emails a week? Should I be posting three times on social media a week? What's the right way to do it? And lately, I've been hearing even more so from the collective, my audience of people, small business owners in the industry, people that I network with. And that's that they're not really feeling inspired or motivated to create content because it takes so freaking long for them to do it from start to finish. So they're kind of feeling heavy through that whole process and it's just not really fun for them. And so they're lacking that inspiration or that motivation. And you know that whole process from start to finish, how much thought and energy goes into it from thinking about what to say and how to say it, finding the right photo, to writing the social media caption or email, to finding hashtags to go with your Instagram post, to posting or scheduling content. And not to mention now that there's reels out there and like, how do I record it? And how do I do a reel? And what is a reel? And what are stories? I've had business owners ask me lately, I don't even know what a story is, Catherine, just share with me what an Instagram story is. And so Everybody's at their own level of business and knowledge of business. And when you've got a lot of time focused on running the business, getting the sales, the content creation can feel really, really tiring and time consuming. And oftentimes it just gets left to the back burner. But what even weighs small business owners down even more is when they spend so much time creating content, crafting that lovely email writing that beautiful social media post, recording a podcast, and they don't get the engagement they expected. So they do all this work that feels hard in the moment, but they feel like they're creating a message that has the impact to create change. 
and they really don't get that engagement. And that is why I absolutely love that y'all engage and connect with me to whatever capacity that you can, because it does mean the world to me. And it does mean the world to other business owners as well, right? We love to hear from our audience what's working and what isn't working or what resonates and what doesn't resonate, right? And so it's really discouraging for lots of business owners when they put their heart and soul into what they're doing. They're just not getting that engagement or at least the engagement that they expected. And I totally understand this. I remember when we owned our brick and mortar, there were days that I didn't have time to post, let alone think about what to post and how to say it. So honestly, it just didn't happen. But if I did spend the time to do it and I did put things out there, there was a bit of discouragement if I felt like, you know, I didn't get that engagement that I expected. It's also why my responses to this types of questions and this whole podcast episode is unconventional, meaning I could give you three easy steps right off the bat to simplify your content creation process. But I've learned to actually dive a bit deeper and listen to my clients and audience, like I said, on that deeper level. And I've asked a ton of clarifying questions to get to the root of why small business owners, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs are struggling with content creation. And what I found is there's a few different types of business owners and how they are operating when it comes to marketing and content creation. The first type or one type is the small business owner who is winging it. And that means winging it when it comes to content creation. It's probably winging it in all aspects of their business. This looks like creating content such as social media posts, stories, reels, or emails without a bigger picture messaging strategy and plan in place. It's done in the moment. It's usually rushed or out of pressure to post something that day. It's very spontaneous and doesn't really fit into a cohesive, brand message. So there's lots of different content ideas and thoughts that are out there. These people often feel scattered and not that organized. They're probably the people that lose their keys and can never find their keys. Their desktop has a ton of images and files on it. There's no real sort of organization there. These are my creatives, multi-passionate, and content creation is actually seen more of an art that is led through inspiration and not structure. I'll raise my hand. I am the creative. I am the multi-passionate. And a lot of the content, I view my content as art. And I am led by inspiration, right? So in fact, like I said, these small business owners hate structure. So winging it and going with the flow is how they've always operated. Creatives are never short of ideas. Multi-passionates are never short of ideas. But they find content creation hard or that it takes so much time out of their day that they struggle because they aren't sure what their audience likes or doesn't like. So they're winging it. And they're winging it as well because they're kind of coming from a place of inspiration and art that they view this sort of as an art form. And so they're just kind of communicating what's coming up for them. There's no real cohesive plan or message that's going out there. It's very spontaneous, very on the moment, very from a winging place. The other type of small business owner entrepreneur, solopreneur, is they don't know what to say or how to say it. So content creation to them feels forced because they spend so much time thinking about it, right? So they're all up in their head thinking about what to say and how to say it. These small business owners can get caught up with scrolling on social media, looking for inspiration. Their content creation process is a mishmash of other people's ideas made their own. 
And it's sporadic because when they don't know what to post, what to say, how to post it, when to post it, how often to post it, they get overwhelmed. So they avoid it. And before you know it, days, maybe even weeks, maybe even a month has gone by without them showing up on social media, sending their email or audience an email. So it's very, very mishmashed. It's very inconsistent, let's say. And the other type of small business owner, solopreneur, entrepreneur operates the business and basically every aspect of it. So these are like my solopreneurs at the heart. This could be a brick and mortar. This was like me when I owned my brick and mortar. I was the owner operator. I did everything from A to Z. So time is a major factor. These people are likely burnt out and content creation is the last thing they want to think about, especially because it's probably done at the end of the day when all of the other main duties of running maybe a brick and mortar are done or the one-to-one client work is done and that the tasks and stuff have been checked off their list and they finally maybe have a time to sit down and think about their own business, they're burnt out. They just want to put their feet up. They might want to pour themselves a nice glass of wine. They don't want to think about what they should post on social media. They have a list that's a to-do list that's longer than a mile. And if they find time to eat lunch during the day, that's a bonus. So content creation, like I said, is a total afterthought. They're just operating and running their business and trying to keep afloat in that regard. Now, you can be a hybrid of all three, which is also totally normal. I've moved through different layers of this. I'm a creative and multi-passionate at heart. So I'm always in that self-expression, creative self-expression, not wanting a ton of structure, but knowing that I need a cohesive brand message to really have the impact that I want to have. But I've also been the brick and mortar business owner that is run rampant with a long to-do list and really no time to sort of think and process what to post or that the hours in the day just run out. And by the end, you didn't even realize that it's like nine o'clock at night or five o'clock at night, or it's time to close your shop up. And you're like, okay, I got to go home and eat supper. I didn't even get lunch today. And so you don't really have time to even do it. So I totally get you can be this hybrid of all three. Like I said, I've lived with all three of these. I own my brick and mortar small business. And I knew better in that brick and mortar that I needed to focus on content creation and marketing. But when you're operating the business, it's really hard to kind of get out of that That is why I want to offer some perspective on how to simplify your content creation process so that you enjoy it, that you have time to actually do it, and that you're not just doing it from a winging place, that you actually see the results that you're meant to see and to get, but more importantly, so that you can connect with the most aligned clients, which is huge. Because so many businesses do this as well. They create all this content. This is the winging it person that just wants to throw content up there that doesn't have that cohesive message. And then they're not really attracting aligned clients. And so it's almost like they're just speaking into the void. They often feel like I'm just speaking into this void. Nobody's paying attention. Nobody's engaging. I'm not really getting the engagement. And the big reason is, is because it's, there's no cohesive brand message There's no strategy kind of behind it. I'm not saying it has to be super structured, but there has to be some cohesive message that's out there for people to start to pay attention, to start to resonate and the right type of people. So the first step to simplifying your content creation process is create your unique brand message. So what is a brand message? This is what you do, why you do it and how you're different. 
In the second episode of my podcast, I talked about the three pillars all entrepreneurs need to attract more clients, with the first pillar being embodying your truth. And if you haven't listened to that episode, I highly recommend you go back and listen to it. But I'm going to give you Cole's notes here for just a quick snippet of why embodying your truth is so, so important. It's because if you're not embodying your truth, expressing yourself in an authentic way, you're not going to have the ability or you're going to have a really hard time connecting to your why and how you're different, which is basically the foundation of what a brand message is and what your unique brand message is, is like why you do what you do, why it's important to you and why people should care, what makes you different, right? And if you aren't connected or embodying your truth, you're not going to be connected to your why. You're not going to know why you're different because likely you're going to be emulating somebody else. You're going to be looking outside of yourself to have somebody else tell you what to do. And so it's going to be really, really hard to create that unique brand messaging that stands out. Most people don't teach the embodying truth part. Most marketing professionals, experts teach very strategic brand messaging, how to create a brand message the step-by-step guide for that. And people go through and try to fill out the worksheets and the workbooks and all of that. And then they try to launch, things don't work. And then they wonder why it doesn't work. And it's because they're disconnected somewhere from that truth or from why they're doing what they're doing and what makes them different. So I shared a story in the first episode, I believe, when I opened my brick and mortar, I really actually stepped into the brick and mortar and escaped from corporate. So it was an escape move, not an aligned move, right? So I wasn't living my truth. Now we did experience lots of sales, right? We created and generated a ton of sales. But as I mentioned at the beginning of this, sustainability wasn't even a factor. And so when you're not considering sustainability in that, profitability only gets you so far. And so eventually that caught up to me because I was so focused on sales and getting sales but I really wasn't looking at the sustainability piece. And if you're not connected with your truth, that sustainability piece is not going to work because this sustainability piece is really, is this the thing that lights me up? Is this the thing that's going to get me and spark joy every day of my life? And I'm not saying that your business has to spark joy every single day. Building your dream business doesn't mean that you're going to love it every single day, right? And so I just want to put that out there. But the sustainability piece is really hard to achieve if you're not living within your truth. Eventually, that's going to catch up to you. And that's exactly what happened with my brick and mortar. So again, your brand message and creating that unique brand message has to be grounded in you living, embodying your truth so that you can express yourself in the most creative way possible. And that brand message is what you do, why you do it, and what makes you different, essentially. Tammy Heels is going to be a guest on the next episode. And we're going to dive into this topic even more. So that's going to be released next week. Be sure to tune into that one to dive a little bit more into branding, brand messaging, what it looks like, why it's important, and what branding isn't in a lot of ways. So once you know that unique brand message, you're going to stop questioning what to say, how to say it, because you'll have a clear strategy for what you're here to talk about. It also helps the winging it small business owner with their content creation, because you'll have a cohesive brand message to guide your inspiration without feeling too restricted, right? So this is kind of that overarching big picture of what you stand for and what you want to talk about. And you get to set that. There's no right or wrong way to create your unique brand message. And so you get to pick that. So if you're multi-passionate, you can create 
what I call content pillars or themes within your business that you can talk about that fall underneath your entire brand. So think about your brand message as the overarching umbrella of what you talk about. And you get to pick and choose what topics or ideas fall within that. And so it doesn't have to be restrictive. I remember, again, I always felt like I didn't want this structure. I was scared to put myself in a box, right? And so just think of it as like this overarching guide and that you get to develop the plan and everything within that. And there's no right or wrong way to do that. And that restriction will sort of feel less restrictive and you'll have more of a cohesive message that will eventually stand out and attract of your like-minded people into your business. The second way to simplify your content creation is through repurposing or batching. So you've heard this a ton, probably like repurpose and batch. What I've started to realize is a lot of business owners that have come to me are like, I get the idea of what you're saying. You're saying that repurposing and batching will simplify things for me, but I actually have no idea how to implement that or integrate that into my business. So what does this mean? It means picking what I call like a parent piece of content. And by parent, I mean one piece of bigger content to focus on each week, let's just say. It doesn't have to be each week. It could be monthly if you wanted to. Again, it's all about sustainability and what you can sustain for yourself. Content being a blog post, email, social media content, podcasting. And from that parent piece of content, so picking one of those, you're going to repurpose it for all of your other communication channels. And your communication channels are social media, so Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter email, is it blog posts, whatever it might be, and you're going to repurpose it for those communication channels, YouTube, are you recording video? Again, picking one parent piece of content, using those themes in your brand message to guide you on what you're going to talk about, and then focusing weekly, monthly, whatever's sustainable for you and your business, Also, what resonates with your audience, and this takes testing, right? So maybe four times a month is your audience are busy business owners, and they are not going to be digesting content that often, right? So again, it's figuring out what works with your audience, and that takes testing and measurement, and that's something we'll talk about at a later date. I don't want to overwhelm you with all of the things. So for example, podcasting is my parent piece of content. I publish a new episode every Tuesday. Then I share that on social media. I email my community. I share it in my stories. Instead of creating original content for every platform or method of communication, which I see a lot of business owners do, they treat each communication channel as separate. So they write an email that's different than their social media post for the day. And they write a social media post that's different from recording a YouTube video or whatever it is. And that's all original content that they're using across all of their platforms or all their communication channels, as I call it. And this is what exhausts most small business owners when it comes to content creation. We make the process way harder than it ever needs to be. Prior to podcasting, my blog was my parent content. So I would write a blog weekly. Then I would communicate that out via my communication channels. I would email my list. I would share on social media. I would share in stories. And I would share it multiple times throughout the week. So that's the other big one is that I often get people saying to me is, Catherine, I don't want to repeat myself. or I don't feel like what if I'm bombarding them with the same message over and over? I can guarantee you right now, 
depending on your audience and who they are, they're likely not maybe consuming all of your content in every area, right? They might not even see your Instagram post the time you post it, especially if you do stories, which is 24 hours, right? So it's there for 24 hours. You can't assume that someone's like always sitting there on your stories and watching it 24 seven. So they might miss it all together. I had people for the podcast launch, for example, I had reached out to people prior to asking them if they wanted to be on the pod squad and all that jazz. And I even sent out a few reminders. And the thing is, I had people reaching out to me after saying, thank you so much for reaching out to me and reminding me. I really needed the reminder, Catherine. I'm just really busy. I'm a small business owner. I do all the things in my business, right? So we can assume that people are just sitting there waiting to consume our content. So it's getting consistent with that of putting our content out there, but not being afraid to repeat yourself or share the same content again, which is another brilliant hack as well. If you're a small business owner, super busy, and you're going away for a holiday and you're taking a week or two off, you can take content from before and repurpose it, right? So something that you posted five months ago on Instagram, if it's still your truth and something that's still part of that brand message, you can easily repurpose it, put a new photo with it, right? Again, not assuming that everybody that follows you on Instagram or Facebook is reading everything that you're putting out or opening every email that you ever send. So don't feel like you have to create original content all the time. You can certainly, certainly repurpose and even, again, batching for holidays and different things like that. So for creatives like me, I don't limit myself just to creating from this place. So that's the other thing I wanted to put in there, like multi-passionates and creatives. So that's what my structure is. My podcasting right now is my parent content. So I create this. I put all of my effort and time and inspiration and creativity into coming up with episodes and thinking about what I want to talk about all within that brand message. But I also don't limit myself to that. So if inspiration hits and I want to create an Instagram post, then I do that. But I don't force myself to do that, right? I don't feel guilty if weeks go by and I'm only promoting my podcast. So I want the creatives and the multi-passionates, I want to give you permission to have a bit of structure in your business, but also give yourself the permission to play a bit and to tap into that inspiration when it hits and to share those things. So that way it gives you a bit of freedom. And I want you to trust that creative flow. That inspiration will come and go with time. And this is where I feel like people get so exhausted because they put so much restrictions. They're like, I have to post every day or I have to post three times a day and I'm just feeling not inspired. And so when you have the parent piece of content, then you have a bit of structure to repurpose. And then if there's weeks or months that go by and you don't get those hits of inspiration, that's totally cool too. At least you have a bit of a plan in place so that you're not going weeks or months or without emailing your email list, or you're not going a week without showing up on social media. And this is aside from taking social media breaks or holidays. If you want to go on a holiday and not post on social for the week or the two weeks or three weeks, you don't have to do that either. I'm just kind of wanting to share with you easy ways to simplify your process. You get to pick and choose what I say that resonates with you and what doesn't. So take from any of the episodes that I record and any of the episodes I do with guests, take what works for you and throw the rest away if that doesn't resonate with you and your business. 
or try it out for a while. A big part of who I am and how I work is I need to try things out a lot of times. And then I realize hmm, that didn't really work for me, right? I loved blogging and I'll still do blogging as well. But I love this form of communication because it allows me one to connect with people verbally, like being able to speak my truth and my message. But it also allows me to dive a little bit deeper in a more conversational way, which is totally who I am. If you meet me in person, those that know me, I'm very conversational, love to chit chat. And so this is just a really great platform for me. But I have to try these things out. And so you might be the same. You might try blogging and then realize that you want to do podcasting too, or maybe you want to speak from stage, or maybe you love doing Insta reels. I hear so many people love doing Instagram reels because it allows them to bring the entertainer, the goofiness out in them that a lot of other things don't allow. So play with it have fun with it. Don't get too caught up in feeling guilty or shameful that you're not showing up the way you think you should and all of that. This is supposed to be a bit of an experiment and and I want you to have fun with it. So the third way to simplify your content creation process is finding silence, taking time away and pausing. Something I wasn't very good at and I feel like I've taken a whole new approach to this over the last two years, for sure. When I ran my brick and mortar business, I worked 16 to 18 hour days. And for the longest time, I believed I needed to do all the things in my business or it would crumble. This is not true. In fact, you can't create from a place of burnout. So if you are the small business owner, the solopreneur, the entrepreneur who is lacking time or feeling like they just don't have enough time in the day to get all the things done, And so marketing and content creation goes out the window because you have no energy to really think about it, then it's time to step away, take a break and a pause. Your role as the CEO, the founder of your business, the operator of your business, the entrepreneur behind it is to focus heavily on generating revenue in your business. Without revenue in your business, you don't have a business. So being visible and reaching your potential customers through content creation is vital. So saying you don't have time for it is like saying you don't have time to grow your business or generate revenue in your business. But as I mentioned, you can't create from a place of burnout. And this is something that I learned probably the hard way in a lot of ways. I was so burnt out in my business that I really honestly didn't even have the capacity not only to market my business and create content and do those things to help grow my business, but I was also struggling to serve my customers to the best capacity that I could, right? Because I just didn't have the energy to maybe be as friendly as I normally am or whatever it might be. I just didn't have the capacity. And then obviously that ripples out into other aspects of your life, relationships with your spouse or your friends, right? Family, however that might be, it has a whole massive ripple effect. So again, this has been probably the biggest learning for me specifically over the last two years, but something that was even more over the last 10. I've shared this story before, but when I was writing my master's research, I was publishing a book while writing my thesis as part of this master's research. And I sat for a month staring at a computer, trying to will the words out of me. And I had so much pressure on me to get it right and to finish it because there was so much pressure to do it because a degree was at the end of it, right? The accomplishment of doing, of getting my degree And it was time-based. So I had to have this done in a specific period of time in order to graduate with my cohorts. There was a ton of pressure on me. And it was probably the largest body of work 
that I've ever created. Not only was it photography based, but it was also written word. And it was two pieces of work. It was a book as well as my thesis and two different pieces. The book was more for the public to read my story. So it was very story based. A lot of my personality came through on that. And then the other element was thesis, so very academic writing, so very, very different. And I had a lot of pressure. And I sat at a computer and stared at it for a month trying to will the words. And then I'd look on social media or I'd listen to music to try and find inspiration. And I remember taking more and more time off work and week would go by and I'd be like, I need more time off because I need to finish this. And I was working full-time at the time while doing my master's research full-time. And so I was burnt out, but I was putting a ton of pressure on myself to do all the things and I just couldn't create. And it was my thesis advisor that was like, you need one stop self-editing yourself, just write from a free place. But he also said like, step away from your computer, get out in nature, go do something like stop thinking about having to sit and write. And it's from those places of silence and solitude and just thinking of something else that really helped me tap into my own creative inspiration. And so I can't stress enough on how much like silence and pause and taking a break really does help simplify the content creation process because what people are most stuck on is either not knowing what to say or how to say it, getting so caught up in their mind of like overthinking and overprocessing of like when to post and how to post it who are lacking that motivation and inspiration. And there's a reason why. So it's tuning into why the lack of inspiration is there. It's tuning into why the lack of motivation is there. It's tuning into why don't you know what to say and how to say it. And so at the beginning of this, I talked about me diving deeper with my clients because on the surface, the questions were all the same, right? As what to say and how to say it. But at a deeper level, I started to understand and realize One, the types of business owners that I seem to attract into my space. And I talked about the three business owners that the ones that I've mostly worked with over the last year, one-to-one in that intimate setting and really starting to understand where they're coming from. And most of them, like I mentioned, either don't have that brand messaging, they're winging it. So they don't have that cohesive strategy or message in place or they're just freaking burnt out because they're doing all the things in their business and they don't have the capacity to think creatively. And so that is why these three steps that I've shared with you today are unconventional, as I say. Maybe the repurposing and batching doesn't seem unconventional, but there's not a lot of people talking about like how to actually do it and how to do it in a way that feels good for you as a creative or a multi-passioner or someone who doesn't really like a lot of structure, right? And how to make structure work for you in your business. But even more importantly, doing more, creating more content, showing up without that intention is actually a disservice to your audience, but a disservice to you because it's, that's what's creating the lack of motivation and inspiration because you're not taking the time to walk away from your business. And I tell you this, it's, it's not going to crumble if you take time away, if you step away from your computer, if you allow yourself to just breathe, inhale and exhale and enjoy, right? This whole thing is about enjoying life and enjoying our business and having fun with it and playing with it. And so I want to invite you to do that. And so as I wrap up with you today, 
is if you're feeling that lack of motivation and inspiration, I want you to know it's totally okay. A lot of creative people go through ebbs and flows, as I call it. It's totally normal. If you're an entrepreneur in any sense, I say you're a creative because it takes a lot of creativity and to start your own business. And so, and to come up with the idea of starting your own business and to just put yourself out there in that way. And so I want there to be more of a gentleness approach to content creation and a gentleness to you, right? So breathing in and exhaling and just pausing for a moment when you're feeling frustrated or anxious or upset or stuck or overwhelmed or just not feeling it. And maybe it's that a funk or a meh feeling that you're feeling that A, it's totally okay and normal. So don't beat yourself up over it. Don't put any undue guilt or shame on yourself for not showing up maybe as consistently as you wanted. There's always an opportunity to start from scratch or start over or restart or whatever. And that you're really allowing yourself the space and the grace to create from a place that isn't a place of burnout. And if that's one post a week to start, great. And if that's one email a quarter, awesome. Start with that. And then as you start to build, I say like the writing muscle or you get into your groove, as I talked about with the podcast, I really needed to get into my groove of pre-recording things in advance, far enough in advance for my podcast editor to get so it wasn't rushed or he had the time to do his and be in his zone of genius and do his creative work, which is editing and writing the show notes and getting the show notes posted. And that wasn't this rushed feeling. And so it takes time to get into a groove with things. And now, you know, I feel like I'm in my groove. This is, you know, the 10th episode. I'm sure I'm going to keep getting in my groove, but I also know for certain there are going to be days that I don't maybe feel as inspired as I normally do. And that's okay. And that's absolutely okay with your parent content when you have it, that's the one thing you get to focus on. So if all of the other things don't happen, like if I don't do the other social media posts or I don't do the Facebook or whatever, at least the podcast gets recorded, right? So I want to leave you with that is just to give yourself the space and grace to create from a place that isn't a burnout, but also to give yourself the space and the grace to not put undue pressure or shame on yourself for showing up, that your people are there for you. They're going to hear your message and you're going to create this amazing content when you come from these places versus putting pressure on yourself to do the thing because you think you should or have to. So I hope that you've gotten a lot of insight and perspective from the three easy ways to simplify your content creation. Again, I come from a very unconventional place if you haven't realized that already. And so I'm just so stoked that y'all are here and you're listening and you can take what resonates with you and you can set the other stuff aside. You have full permission to do so. So on episode number 11, as I mentioned, I have a very special guest, Tammy Heels. We are diving even deeper into that brand messaging. So we talked about that. It's a first step, right? So what is branding, what it isn't and why it's so important for your business. So be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss when the episodes are dropped weekly each Tuesday. Cheers. Thanks for listening. We'll see you right back here next time. 
You can also find us on social media at Creatively Owned and online at creativelyowned.com. Until next time, keep showing up as your authentic self.